an American in Moscow, 2001. You're an ambassador for the United States working here in Moscow. As you walk towards the office of the ministers, Russian Minister of State on business on the business of the state, the entire Kremlin shakes. Dust begins to fall from the ceiling. Your first reaction is that it's an earthquake. However, this makes little sense as Russia, this part of Russia at least, is far away from any sort of fault line and is not prone to earthquakes. Dust begins to fall from the ceiling. The Russian Minister of State and his entire staff begin rushing towards the exit. You follow. Being on the first floor, you manage to make it out of the building, as does the Russian Minister and his staff. As you look out, as you look at the Kremlin from the outside, you see a massive jet has destroyed the upper dome of the Kremlin, now in flames. As a massive chunk of the roof collapses and vehicles swarm the scene, Russian police and firefighters as well as cars from various embassies, including your own. The embassy picks up you and the other Americans who are in the building and takes you back to the embassy some distance away. As you arrive at the embassy, TVs are playing, with news coverage in both American and Russian saying that the terrorist attack remains unclaimed. However, soon, a news broadcaster on NBC comes live and begins a message. Several moments ago, the terrorist group Al-Qaeda has taken credit for the attacks on the Kremlin at roughly 9.43 p.m. local time on September 11th, 2001. Welcome to Imagine If, the alternate history podcast. I'm your host, Brody Burton. to imagine if. Today we will be exploring events that affect both the United States and Russia. The two nations existed as rivals in the latter portions of the 20th century in the period known as the Cold War. Even today, Russia is often listed as the chief geopolitical rival of the United States. The Cold War was largely fueled, however, as much more of a battle of ideologies, with the American ideal of republicanism and capitalism going against the Russian ideal of communism. However, the Russians did not initiate the idea of communism. They got that from Germany, who interestingly during the Cold War saw both capitalism in the West and communism in the East in Germany. German philosopher and philosophers and economists Karl Marx and Frederick Engels in 1848 published the Communist Manifesto. In 1848 was marked by an increase in revolutions across Europe and the Americas ranging in location from Italy to Belgium to Colombia. However, communism would not be practiced until the French communes and the instability of the 1870s. The first nation to adopt communism was Russia in 1917 after a violent revolution overthrew the Tsar of Russia. From there it spread around the world, touching every continent until its ultimate demise in the early 1990s. Today remains in a handful, a select handful of nations, primarily in East Asia, most notably among them China. Today we live in a world. Today we will explore a world where communism never existed. First, though, I would like to say that if you want more alternate history in your podcast feed, I would recommend A Fork in Time. I was featured on it a few months ago on A Fork in Time, and I had them on my show as well. You'll be able to hear more from Don Schelling of Fork in Time in the near future, 
on the show, but until then, go check them out. They are available where most podcasts are offered. Imagine, you're a policeman in Cologne. Cologne, once an independent nation, before being taken over by France and later given to Russia, Prussia, is not far from the Belgian border. The reason you're actually here is because the next resident of Belgium is stirring up trouble. This year has been marked with, rebe- with rebellions ar- across Europe, and Prussia has already had issues in Berlin, the capital city, already. You are here to stop Cologne from being the site of the next revolution, and that's why you're at this home. Karl Marx, open up, you say in German, after knocking loudly on the door of, the resident- of a residence. You knock again, and this time, a man with a white beard opens the door. Yes, officer? Are you Carl Heinrichs Marx? You ask the man. Yes. Why? Do you have a connection with the new Rheinisch Zeitung? Yes, I've published the paper. Come with me, sir. You're under arrest. The man resists arrest at first, and you fire your gun. He falls over and you restrain him and bring him to a local prison. He is not medically treated and despite his loud complaints, he dies that night from a loss of blood. The world fails to recognize Karl Marx in the scope of history and he is forgotten. Wars are fought in Crimea and a civil war in the Americas, among others. Prussia goes to war with France. Prussia and all of Germany unify into a singular nation after the wars of German unification. However, in the 1910s, world wars would break out in Europe. A world war would break out in Europe. Germany, now a solidified nation, fights alongside Austria, Hungary, the Ottoman Empire, and Bulgaria. Russia, France, and the United Kingdom are in opposition. However, Russians are tired of the rule of the Tsar. Soon, radical democratic parties began to rebel against the Tsar of Russia. Russia seemed ripe for overthrow. Then came the October Revolution. On Wednesday, November 7th, 1917, in the Gregorian calendar, sometime in late October in the, in the Julian calendar, the Revolutionary Democratic Party, led by Vladimir Lenin, began to rebel against the Tsar. Monarchist forces coalesced in the White Army, which included Cossacks and other forces, while the forces of Lenin became the Blue Army. Russia was forced to drop out of what became known as the Great War in order to face off this massive insurrection. Soon, foreign countries were picking sides. Democratic nations that Russia had previously been allied with began to support the regimes of the Blue Army. The Blues first started with the taking of Petrograd, which was later named Leningrad after the leader of the Democratic Revolution of Russia. The Blues began to explode across Russia. In 1918, the Romanov family was taken from the throne and exiled to Austria-Hungary. Lenin's forces met in Petrograd to set up a government. They opted to create a, a, a unicameral a uni- legislature known as the Soviet Parliament, while, pe- while the people at large would elect a president. Much of the inspiration for this came from the U.S. Constitution. The name given was the P- Republic of Russia. Only ten years later, revolution would strike another country. This time, China was the victim. As forces called the Republic of China fought against the dynastic forces that controlled China for time immemorial, 
Russia backed them and allowed Republican forces to take over China by 1935. However, the global economy was in shambles by then, in what had become known as the Great Depression. Adolf Hitler had taken control of Germany and invaded Poland. This effectively upset the rest of the world, and Russia and America both invaded the Third Reich and, and destroyed it in what became known as the 22 Days War. Hitler was executed and Poland was again made a nation-state. Germany was hurt immensely by it and the map of Europe was redrawn. A Republic of Germany was set up under, the, under occupation by American and Russian forces. Meanwhile, China effectively repelled Japan and was able to annex Korea and several Japanese islands, including Okinawa, and set up a Republic of Japan with their remaining portions of Japan. The three powers, Russia, China, and the United States, created the Congress of Nations, which they chaired alongside France and Britain, whose goal was to spread democracy and freedom around the world. The Congress of Nations also set up the Humanity Beyond program, which put humans on the moon in, 19, in 1960. The colonization of the moon saw the creation of New America, New Russia, New China, and the Republic of the Moon. More planets would soon be colonized. However, there was a darker side to this. The great powers split up Southeast Asia between themselves, and China, who received Vietnam, greatly abused their former geopolitical rival. In the 1980s, under the presidency of Jimmy Carter, China would apologize and grant independence to Vietnam, but not without much pressure. To many, it was too little, too late. However, in the 1990s, something happened that went against the grain of history. A rebellion in Iraq, a republic, brought the attention of Russia. Then U.S. President Jerry Brown was determined to stay out of wars in the Middle East, but the Russian Soviet and president was not. The invasion of Iraq occurred and the rebellion was put down. However, under the surface, a society of terrorists formed that would target and destroy the Kremlin in September 2001. This led to the global war on terror. Russia, and later the United States and China, after sustaining terrorist attacks of their own, would invade the Middle East and eventually redraw, European, would eventually redraw Middle Eastern borders overthrow leaders, and set up new Republican governor governments across the Middle East. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of Imagine If, and I hope you come back next week for more.